All right. Do, do, do you want to check it real quick? Just check, check. Hey, hey, hey. Check, check, check. I think there's one one more, I think. Checkity, checkity, check. That should be good. Okay. Yeah, and we're going. I don't really have a real intro for this. So no worries. I just kind of go. Yeah. Thank you for doing it, Wyatt. I of really course. appreciate it. And letting me come to your yeah. house, uh, not house, but studio. I guess to, I, I live here. Do you, do you really live here? Yeah. That's awesome. Me and, and everyone that runs this place that comes I, I really appreciate you doing it for the the new year the new decade rather and, and just, thanks, it's man. great to break it in with you man thanks for reaching out and thanks for being here thank you for saying yes because I mean I've gone through people and it's it's hard to get them on which is fine but I'm, I'm so glad that it, this is one of the easier ones which is great cool man I'm glad but uh well what I want to talk to you about is obviously lollipop and your start of music and whatnot so uh what was your first uh, band that actually kind of took off that you kind of found some, some success in? Uh, I don't think I've ever found like success per se. Yeah. Um, but the first like band band depends on how far back you want to go. You uh, as far back. The first as band I go. ever toured with and traveled the first band I ever went on tour with was a band called Tremors. Okay, yeah. Uh, um, that's, that's so interesting. Uh, Stonio from the Growlers yeah, used to yeah. be in that. Anthony. Were you in the, Were you guys in it at the same time? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It was me, Anthony, Tommy, and and Louie. That's so interesting, man. I uh, I was at Amoeba the other day, and I actually saw uh, Tremors tape. Oh, really? Like, wow. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, yeah, that's, that's awesome. That's funny. Yeah, that's like the first band I... I think I was just a senior in high school or something like wow. that. Um, so what, what, uh, around what year was that? 2009 or 2010, something wow. like that. Um, and that was fun and, you know, but you know, and that's Orange County based too, right? Yeah. You're from Laguna, right? Uh, Dana point. Dana point. Exact, okay. Well, great. That's right around the same area. As, yes. Yeah, same those shit. guys. Um, that's awesome. So that was fun. And that, I don't know, you probably know from talking to, People in band bands kind of disintegrate, or sure. people go do different things, or, or turn whatever. to something else. Yeah, Anthony played with the Growlers, and things just kind of got, you know, life happened or whatever. Yeah, then, would you would you play in that band? Uh, drums. Nice. Yeah, and you went to school for that, right? Uh, I for uh, a little bit. I tr- attempted to. Okay, that's <laughs> that's good too, right? I attempted to. I was really like into jazz drumming in, when I was younger. Yeah, well, that, that that's awesome. Okay, so Tremors. And how how long did you stay in that band for? Uh, probably two years, something like that. So going two from two years, maybe? three years, two or three years. Wow, that's that's a good run. Something like that. Wow. Okay. And then from there, where where'd you go from there? Uh, from there, did you ever hang out in Laguna Beach like in the early two thousand tens? Not really. No. There, there was this venue. I guess it was a venue slash record store slash vintage clothing store that had shows called wow. trash pretty okay that 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 name rings a bell not there anymore though not there anymore no, no. It's, yeah. it's been gone for a while but that's where i met uh th- old friend of mine named thomas and we started playing music this is the same time as tremors and uh we were just jamming and doing weird shit in my parents garage because we were young and right and that was what formulated this the band called Mr. Elevator, which I was in for the longest amount of time. Um, 
and just kind of started from there. And then we moved. We ended up getting this really cool rehearsal space in San Clemente mm. where we would just write and record and do whatever the fuck we wanted till God knows when. And we just were really stoked on playing with each other. No noise complaints though there. No, it was like a designated music building. Was, wow. In San Clemente. Yeah, it was really strange. That's odd. That's cool though. That's that's a great place to do it, I feel like. Yeah, yeah I don't even know if it's still there. I don't know if it was legal. It was behind a gas station. That's perfect. And uh, we had this room and we were all living at our parents' house. So it was really cool to have a place to go and get drunk and be loud and yeah. make noise. And you need that. Put you up need that as a as weird a kid. tapestries and shit, you know? Awesome. <laughs> so uh, we did that and then we moved to LA together because mm -hmm. there's just a lot more happening up here at the time than in Orange right. County. And uh, we lived in this little shack of a house. And that was, that was by album. the Echo, right? Mm -hmm. that, that yeah, place? yeah. Okay. So in that band, I was I was in the longest, you know, up until about two, three years ago. That was um, spanning from uh, like 2012. Wow, that's like that, that. That, that gets a good run. That's a, yeah, about six years or something like that. Yeah. Um, um, how many albums did you guys put out uh, in in that in that time? In that time, we put out two albums and one seven inch. That's why I thought it was the one. Uh, I believe you're on the cover, right, with uh, Mr. Elevator. If I knew his name, I'd say his name. Thomas. Thomas. <laughs> Thomas. Yeah. Um, it's you and him on the cover with the balloons, right? Yes, exactly. Great one. And then the other one is just uh, drawings, right? Yeah. On the front. Okay. Yep. Also a good one. Those Not too two. familiar with that one, but that, yeah, great. Thanks. Which is still found on Lollipop.com, correct? People can uh, still buy it. No, technically there's a different label that put that out. Oh, okay. Radcat Records put that out. Well. People can still get it, right? Yeah, you can look on Spotify or wherever. Um, so that was that was fun. That, you know? That's awesome. And so that was your initial move to LA, like that's yeah, what, that's what got a, you out of the OC. Just to further the bands, you know. Right. That's that's great. And then, what was your first inclination that oh I I'm gonna start a record label? Uh, it's it. it uh, it's complicated because I started it originally in Orange County right. when I was living at my parents' house. Mm -hmm. And they were lucky enough to give me a piece of the garage to have a little computer and guitars and to record and noodle and stuff. Yeah. And uh, there was this really cool band called Your Ugly Sister Okay. from Laguna Beach. They were high school kids and... They were just raunchy and... Right. You went to school with these kids, right? I didn't even go to school with them. I just... Oh, okay. They were just... Around. Around, and they were youngsters, and uh, I was just stoked on them, and I thought it'd be cool to put a cassette out yeah. for them at the time. And so that's kind of what started it, mm -hmm. but it was really uh, not intended to be anything more than just... A platform to put out a couple bands, maybe. Yeah, to yeah. put out a couple bands, especially really designated just to South Orange County and you know the neck of the woods that I came from. And so when I moved to LA, I still, you know, it was something that was in the back of my head. I, I really liked the few bands like adult books was one too, that I put out really early on, which are still around, right? I was, yeah. They're I still think, around. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, but they're all from the same area. Your ugly sister, um, adult books, adult books, mystic braves, all from like a similar area. So when I moved to LA, I was sh shocked at how many bands there were and how many it was just so much much shit happening constantly mm. and so much 
so much of it I was inspired by that I thought it would be interesting to put out bands from LA. Yeah, I could be a part of it, right? Yeah, I just wanted to support my friends and my music that I thought was cool. And it was weird seeing people from different countries and random places across the states ordering these tapes that I was making in my kitchen or whatever. Yeah, that's awesome. And that was an, in this is a weird thing. It just in, that was a fuel enough. Just the few people around the world that were buying the tapes consistently. Right. Like, well, someone likes it. Someone likes it. Maybe we should keep doing it. You know, Argentina, Belgium. <laughs> <laughs> so that's basically what spurred Lollipop. And it was just a giant snowball. That's great. In that philosophy. In the beginning, were you still going... Uh, under the name of Lollipop yeah. Records? It's always uh, been Lollipop Since the get-go, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And um, when did you start branching out? Like, I, I mean, uh, obviously here, but uh, when did you start to gain, like, traction, like, more and more people, not just l uh, local bands that you personally knew? Uh, it's hard for me to say because I'm, I'm, I'm so tethered to, like, the, the internal parts of lollipop it's hard for me to look at it from a bird's right, outside view. perspective yeah yeah but i know that when we started when we started conjuring up more of a sense of community mm -hmm. with bands mm -hmm. uh that's when things felt like they were moving faster where we would have uh, for instance there's this grouping of bands probably 2014 ish where it was corners froth Mystic Braves, Mr. Elevator and the Brain Hotel that were constantly playing with each other. Yeah. And hyping each other. I've never heard of any of those bands, by the way. Just, that just right over my head. No, <laughs> <laughs> um, but all, always in the same kind of like grouping. Like, well, we, we hung out with up. each other. Mm -hmm. Lollipop put all the records out. Mm -hmm. We played shows with each other. We toured. Then we ended up, we just kept pushing it, pushing it, pushing it, touring with each other, hyping each other playing each other's shows, collaborating on songs, just, I don't know, just, there was a sense of community and it spurred further than that even. That's just one example, but there's a sense of a community. And I felt like that's what I feel like took the label in a different direction. Not necessarily the releases as much as just people conjuring up a sense of community and congregating and making music together. Right. Which is awesome. Like, that's like that's. It, did you like that feeling? Like man, like we're really doing something now. Like with of course, with these yeah, people. It was, yeah. It was awesome. It was awesome, yeah. and that's always kind of been the backbone of, at least what I think the backbone of the label is. Is it's a more of a family. It's more of a sense of community, rather than just a label putting out songs. Yeah, you know, there's there's a sense of like somebody is in the back of this. It's not just a huge corporation of some sort. Right? Yeah. It's more like everybody knows everybody. Yeah. And, um, you know, things it's different now than it was back then mm -hmm. slightly. Um, just because a lot of the people I grew up with are older life happens, kids, sure. Marriage, all that stuff. Studios. Pot. Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Move, a lot of people move and you know right so it's slightly different now but uh you know the space that we're in right now has very much been kind of a community center in a way which, which is awesome i mean that that's i it's always needed 
it, in, in any asset, in whoever comes and goes, it's still like that this is something that needs to be here, which is great. I think so. I don't know. I think there's music is such an independent form of art. Right. And it can be really isolating. Mm-hmm. And it's nice to know that there's people that appreciate your art and are supportive. And, and what you're putting your a lot of time into, if not all it's in some so he's backing that like that that must feel great yeah it's 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 amazing feeling there's a lot of struggle that comes along with it self-sacrifice and all that right you know i i love what i do and i'm I'm really lucky i'm happy for everything that's happened that's that's awesome to hear man I, i it's so good that you're still like enjoying it and still present in it and not you know backing away from what you were doing before which is great thanks yeah well, thank you for being a, I mean, you can put out a lot of good people. I mean, I, and I was so interested to see the pesos, uh, oh, tape yeah. being put out recently. I was like, wow, lollipop. Like that's, that's just great. I mean, you got a lot of great stuff going on. And if you want to plug anything right now, I think that'd be a great time. Oh yeah. Do. No, I mean, it's, uh, there's nothing to plug really. It's we're just Except beach bums, right? There's so much like, <laughs> beach bums. We're working on a bunch of stuff. The pesos have been here practicing a lot. Oh, it's great. It's good. Um, Cheap Tissue has been here practicing a lot and they have a new record and it's just a bunch of stuff. You know? Very nice. Making moves. Trying. It's just more uh, push, trying to push boundaries. Mm-hmm. And when did you start putting out stuff on your own as Wyatt Blair? I always have since high, since high school. And, and then you participated in other groups like Mr. Elevator and the Brain Yeah, Hotel. yeah. It was, more, it was always, I, 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 it's just always something I've done. I think since I was probably 15 or 16 just writing songs and mm-hmm. I had a little like gateway computer that had a I forget what garage I don't know if it was garage band or Cubase or something on it right that I would record record onto and I just fell in love with recording so I just started putting out weird stuff and mm-hmm. I had a friend who had a label <clears throat> that put my very first stuff out um, when I was in high school so it's been, I've always been doing it basically. That's and and now, I mean, in these past, I mean, would you say like two years you put out a, a good amount of um, stuff, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, my goal, my goal in 2018 was to put out two like full albums, mm-hmm. which, so there's two albums in 2018 and this year I want to put a song out every month. I really want to put a song out every week, Yeah. but I'm starting with just doing a month and it's been about six months of that, which is um, great i mean that that's great kind of kind of put a deadline to yourself and it's like i mean yeah i have to let's see what i I have to i'm the kind of guy i'm too too, you know all over the place yeah yeah. it's an idealistic and Mm -hmm. i daydream all i need to tell myself like this needs to happen and get done at this point right in order to be yeah yeah that's all that's great though uh what were the two albums that came out uh, in 2018? Was one of them Inspirational Strawberries? Yeah, that was, was one the second one. The first one was called Smoke and Mirrors, and then the second one was Inspirational Strawberries. Yeah, uh, the Smoke and Mirrors one, is that you on the cover of it in the yeah. leather jacket, right? With the teal background? That one's called Point of No Return. Okay, that, yeah. I uh, I loved Inspirational Strawberries. That was, that was one. I think that I found it at Burger. Oh, um, cool, yeah, yeah. They, they yeah. did a cassette of it. That was it. That was a good one. And uh, during that time, what was your kind of inspirations, or uh, how did you feel during that time to be producing those songs, especially on Inspirational Strawberries? 
Uh, that was an interesting time because I actually moved out of state for a year and a half. To Arizona, correct? Yeah. Okay. And it's just a much different place. I was born and raised here. Right. So what I, you know, most 90, 95% of my life has been here in California, LA specifically. Mm. And so going to Northern Arizona where it's pretty rural, Yeah. it was an eye opener for sure. And in, 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 a, in a good way though, right? Yeah. Oh like, yeah. Totally. Like, oh, there's not space. 4 million people in yeah. this city. Space, clean air. Yeah. Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Totally different. All the above. Yeah. And so I got, it was weird having, it's always been an issue for me finding a space that I can lock a door and turn the light off and be weird and record myself. Mm-hmm. It's an outlet that I've, I've always needed. I luckily have a place like that now, but it's always been an issue trying to find that kind of, I mean, how do you, it's hard to afford any more than a, a room in LA. Sure. Yeah. So yeah. when I went out there, you know, everything's cheaper, mm-hmm. significantly cheaper. And uh, I had a house in the woods Wow! and I had this, a whole bedroom in my house dedicated to recording. That's awesome. And that's, I put that, weird lights in there and turned the, locked the door and it just was my zone. Right. And that's how I made those two albums. Mm. Really. I don't think if I had that space, I wouldn't have been able to do it. But, uh, specifically that when I got that house was when I started inspirational strawberries mm-hmm. and it was, I was really in, really listening to a lot of uh bobby fuller okay and he uh does what is is there's like a there's a big hit that he sings right like there's yeah a, he did uh uh the clash covered the, his a bobby fuller song and made it really big was it police and thieves i don't know i'm gonna look i'm gonna look it up right look now. yeah it was uh i'm forgetting the title bobby fuller bobby fuller four that's the name of the band bobby fuller i was really four. into that shit Really into it. And I was so that's really what you into, listen to in the woods in a house. That's that sounds amazing. I fought the law, yeah. Okay, okay. I fought the law and the law won. We're gonna have to redact that because I don't want to get sued for this. One. <laughs> <laughs> but he's the guy that wrote that song originally. He has a bunch of other great songs. Mm-hmm. A lot of Del Shannon and Beatles, and I just right. got kicked back into. I don't know something about the woods and ruralness and a, it's just change of pace. I had more of an just acoustic a change guitar. Change environment, and, right? Yeah, it was totally just. I don't know why I was. It's just that's the kind of music that I was into walking that's around and awesome. And how long did it take you to, to write that album specifically? Roughly? Uh, not that long. Cause uh, half of those songs I wrote on the spot mm-hmm. in my underwear, I put a mic in front of my guitar and just said, all right, let's see. I'm gonna write a song and I just dick around and a song would pop out, you know, that's, that's great. I mean, that, that's so um, natural and it's not, it doesn't seem forced at all in any aspect. It's I, yeah. It's the first time I've really done that. Yeah, and I enjoyed it. And now I I try and make most of my music that way rather than thinking a lot about each song and you know getting everything pre-organized. Right. And having I just kind of like closing the door and just pressing record. Are you, are you able to just like not tinker with the song too much and like stress out about like ah this could be better this could be better? Or I definitely just, tinker. Do you, do you see? I mean, but not oh, like yeah. you're not like a really honed in on like just like trying to get it to perfection though right no not necessarily and th- and that's good i feel like a lot of people even myself in like other aspects is just like constantly like, what can i do to make this better yeah which is so great that i mean you and other people are able to look past and be like all right that's it, this is just it's good enough and it's it's great i feel like if you don't feel that way 
within the f- beginning stages of creating a song, then it's probably not a not good. good. Yeah, that's I mean, me, at least for me, I'm harsh with myself. If I start writing a song at ah, that sucks, trash. Yeah. Next one gone. Eh, Do you- don't feel it. Trash. I have like hundreds of songs that I've never done anything with just because I just didn't like them. They just didn't turn out the way I wanted yeah. them. Um, do you ever go back to those songs that, that you... Sometimes I'll open, if I'm bored, I'll open up the folders. And right. there's actually times I've, I've, will open up one that's years old. Mm. And I'll think, oh, why did I trash? And I can think of a melody and then I finish it. Mm. So I don't know. That's it's, awesome. Can yeah. you hear yourself in these, in these headphones? Yeah, I can. Okay. I'm, I'm going to take mine off. I cannot hear it, but it's all right. We're going outside of the outside the realm. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's a lot of songs, though, to just be um, just to, you know, not trash, but kind of put to the side. I mean, and, you know, just that they're there is great. Anyways, just and I'm assuming that like you can re- revisit it and then come back and be like, oh, you know what? I could not in this sense, but I could use it another way, which is great. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's really random. Yeah. That's awesome. And um did you have you toured you toured, right? With um with just under your own name. Yeah, I used to. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. did you did you prefer that over uh over touring with the whole band and others? Well uh honestly I never liked touring that much. Mm. I did I did when I first started touring. Which and that was that with uh, Mr. Elevator and the yeah Mr. Song? Elevator and Tremors and there's a few other bands I toured with but and that was fun but as I got older I realized I really didn't like it yeah it's not for me and I it, started recording more does it does it, it takes a toll on you though I'm assuming right oh it's yeah like constantly like next place next place next place definitely yeah it's it's uh, there's a sense of only worrying about the moment you're in when you're on tour that is is nice mm-hmm. because there's no all you know you only have to make sure you get to the show on time that's it right that's that's your purpose for x amount of days you're on tour mm-hmm. that's fun and i do miss that as the simplicity of touring mm-hmm. but the physical ramifications of no sleep getting fucked up not knowing where you're going to sleep, not making any money, sitting in a van all day, right? not moving. And then you get to the venue and it's, you're sitting in a dark room all night. Sometimes you play to nobody mm-hmm. and it's just, it can be come in an existential crisis. Fast. That's always great. I'm assuming to, to be, <laughs> Oh, nobody's here, but yeah. Um, do you, do you have any specific memories of being on tour that were good? That were like, this is a great moment. Yeah, I've, I've tons of good memories. Yeah, I mean, there was some that um, you, specifically. There's there used to be a venue in New York called Death by Audio. Okay, and they're not around anymore, unfortunately. But they were kind of like the smell of New York. Okay, whereas an all ages warehouse venue, mm-hmm. there's not a lot of all ages places in New York, as far as I know. Right. And that was the it, and it was amazing, and they treated bands really well, and it was fun. And cheap is it like a cheap, yeah, uh, five dollar. Great, that's awesome. Uh, I don't, I don't know anybody else who does that. It's awesome. It was right in Brooklyn, right on the water, looking at awesome. Manhattan. 
is an awesome place and that's they made great. all their guitar pedals there i guess their guitar pedal company yeah okay that's that, that's what i thought because yeah. I, i've seen a commercial uh on like youtube or whatever i was like death by audio yeah they still make pedals and mm. i think they have a location somewhere but i don't think the some, i think some big company bought that building they were in or mm. mcdonald's or, or vice or something i think it was vice that bought the building but uh, i have a lot of good memories there specifically and how many times you go out there uh probably like to death by audio I've probably played mm. there five or six times wow that's um, this is a good chunk of t i mean that's all by on the other on the other side yeah it's, and it, it but a lot of the beginning too is one of the only places that you could play if you weren't you know a huge band yeah. and you weren't already known that would mm. have you mm. so yeah it was cool I, i i have a lot of good memories there definitely i have a lot of good memories in austin texas too it's a good cool town i keep on hearing that it austin is, is a it's changed place. a lot but it, it, it it's a cool city it, it sure. remains well well uh well in, endorsed <laughs> yeah um now did you go on tour with tremors first that was like your first tour that you're going yeah. outside the state and mm -hmm. do you remember where you went in that we went to uh vancouver and back Bank. wow okay like west west coast up yeah. and down basically straight line and yeah that was fun it, that that was i and and all the times that you toured was it usually in a van you going yeah across 100% of it yeah. <laughs> it's a shit is, shit van that yeah. barely barely works and one of the sprinter vans yeah that's yeah i wish we had a sprinter van <laughs> no it was it's like a ford econo line that was leaking gas and every time we stopped we had to put oil in it and shit it was great it's funny that's perfect and uh i mean go, i mean going I, on, on a road trip i mean it, going on road trips anyways is just it's awesome it's great you're hanging out with buddies it's but to be playing music with your friends i feel like that's a whole other aspect which is like i mean yeah. not a lot of people know about that's yeah it was that was my favorite time was with with them just because it was so new mm -hmm. and i was 18 or 19 and i was, I was like well i'm in fucking seattle right now and i've never been there yeah playing a show and there's all these people we're staying at some random house somewhere in the woods getting fucked up where where did you find i mean like did you guys have the the money for a hotel or were you just no, kind of just no. finding places we would to just stay? cross our fingers that someone would put us up How, you know? would you guys just ask around like hey you usually on stage would be like you know if anyone knows a place to stay you know uh, blah, yeah. blah 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 here's our next song and mm -hmm. someone would be nice enough to say yeah, stay with me so <laughs> and how many roughly how many dudes would be crashing at that one place four or five four or five okay yeah. in like the same room or whatever depends there's so many different situations that we've been thrown into there's times that someone would have and a lot of times too outside of california people have more space to themselves right so that you know he oh i have a guest room i have a basement a lot of basements in this country mm -hmm. that are just not in la like, though no It, not in la yeah. a lot of just people that have basements that just a giant empty space and you yeah. go crash down there you know yeah um, um attics random shit attics man I, i don't even know i mean like because there's attics here but there's not you're not you're not hanging out and you can't sleep in it yeah it's yeah really i'm talking about yeah big you know space yeah extra space most of the country have like the south has a lot of attics the north has a lot of basements mm -hmm. 
So it's it's interesting. But slept a lot in those kind of places. That's slept a lot in the van too. If, oh, that's if, if great. things didn't work out with four or five other dudes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, wow. Yeah. And you, we weren't at each other's throats. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Oh, yeah, we were. Okay. Good. Yeah. Good. For sure. <laughs> so it's a good rivalry going on. <laughs> for in, sure. Inside the. Band. It was good for the most part. There's you know everyone's had their moments. Right. But uh. So I've heard, but, but I mean like, but you, you enjoyed that. I mean like that's. Yeah. Like, and I enjoy it more looking back on it. Right. And not in and the reminiscing. Uh huh. Of course. But I think yeah. in the moment of sleeping in your car in Kansas, it's like two degrees and there's four smelly ass dudes in the van and you have no money. Oh, that's. That's in the moment. I definitely wasn't having a good time, but yeah. looking back, it was funny to, it was a great, it's funny to think about. Yeah. And do, do you still keep in contact with these people that you've been in these bands and gone through these experiences with? Them? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I talk to all of them still. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them I don't, but that's all right. That's, that's just how it goes. Yeah. But yeah. All, yeah. I still, I, I hang out actually with one of them still, or we hang out like all the time. That's we awesome. still record together and play music with each other and good, good, good guy. Right. Yeah. And my, my business partner, like the guy I run lollipop with, right. Um, we've been, doing this for ever since then together wow. we have matching tattoos and have traveled the fucking country and done that's what you know crazy you shit and lived in a van together and so. lived in a van together <laughs> you know was it was that was that just touring or is it just like temporary yeah tu- touring okay. you know like all right and that um he uh i don't know his name uh um but the guy from mystic braves correct yeah his name's iggy yeah, yeah. and you guys i mean he's the co- yeah, me and him. I mean, founder, perhaps? Runner? Co-owner, I guess. Sure, co-owner. Yeah. Which is, which is great. I mean, you, you got to have... I mean, and do you, you... Like, you guys are a team at this point, right? Oh, it's yeah, like we're yeah, for sure. putting out these people who are doing this, we're doing that. Definitely. Yeah. yeah I, I feel like that's really important to have in, in any big sense of something that's like, I'm with you and you're with me, and we're yeah. doing this together. Yeah. Which is great. Um. How many people are on Lollipop as of right now, roughly? You mean like bands? Yeah. Uh, or individual artists? Yeah, it's a hard question to answer because we've, we've probably put out, I don't know. That's a hard question to answer. I don't, I don't know the answer to that. I can tell you we've put out probably close to 300 releases. Wow. I don't know. A lot of them are from, you know, we put out, we'll put out four albums for one band. Right. So it's hard to tell exactly how many people we've worked with but i would say maybe 100 200 i don't know something like that that's yeah that's that's a good amount um wow and uh i mean looking at it now did you ever think that you'd be up to this point no uh, in your career i mean at uh 18 19 hanging out in the vans in kansas (laughs) no and, and Definitely not. Are you are you glad that you're here right now? Like, at, yeah, at it's moment? not. It's just uh, I am. It's just not what I expected, and it's not. I think if you would, yeah, if you would have asked me ten years ago, where I think I would have been, I definitely wouldn't have told you. Right here, right now, two thousand ten. Like that's at, yeah, and I mean, wh- uh, when when was this created? When was Lollipop? Two thousand. Technically 2010, but really it didn't like the start button didn't press till 2013, right. 12, 13, something like that. It's still, it, you still got a good amount of years on that. I mean, in now looking at it now, I mean, it's only up from here, right? I mean, doing pretty well. We're trying. Yeah. We're trying. 
doing trying it. our best. That's, that's awesome. Um, I feel like there's not a lot of people um, doing this. I mean, uh, around here. I mean, the burger in uh, Nar Tapes. Mm-hmm. And I mean, in you. And that, I, that that's like the, I feel like that's when everybody thinks of like record labels that like are like have a face to them. It's, it's going to be those three. Got it. Which are, Got uh, it. And a, a shout out to Ricky Gage and the memories. Those guys are great. Yeah. Fantastic oh, yeah. guys. Good, yeah. Good music. Nice guys. Um, but, uh, but yeah. Um, do you, do you see yourself? I mean, uh, have you guys put out any, uh, records like, uh, physical vinyls? Oh yeah. Yeah. Tons. Yeah. Is it more tapes or vi- or vinyls? We don't do as many tapes now. We do more records now. Mm-hmm. And we're doing a lot more digital stuff now just because that's where people are listening to music. Right. That's the platforms. Yeah. But um, the thing, I love tapes. They're my favorite format mm-hmm. to me out of all of the formats. I prefer a cassette. But pe- most, most people probably don't have a cassette player. Mm-hmm. Uh, but most avid music listeners have a turntable right so records are easier to sell sure uh and, and there was a I mean, there was like a huge um cassette like boom for, for yeah. a minute there and yeah i think it's still uh, i don't know maybe i'm i'm biased but i think it's still booming and i yeah i, I love tapes mm-hmm. but yeah do, do you have a tape player in your car right now no i don't oh, man. I've, I've i've heard that like cd players are hard to come by in like newer yeah. cars now like, yeah. it's insane it is um, insane i'm still rocking the cassette player which is which that's is what's up man. great it's it's that's awesome but um i hope i don't get a new car like anytime soon because like, what am i gonna do with all these tapes like i can't like you mean you can still get a walkman or something yeah the um I yeah it's the, not the same as I, like, yeah, putting I, it you, in you, your you know, car yeah, you click got, yeah. Yeah. yeah there's something cool about that yeah i mean and um i remember that when we first met um i saw a cosmonauts tape from the men's warehouse live and i was like wow that's that's crazy oh yeah 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 and i was like man i need i need to get this one just because it was just such like an odd like rarity thing. yeah and it, it was it was just great seeing i was like wow like that's it's yeah. great that i could take this you know and then after the show put it in and drive home and listen yeah. to it like it, i don't have to wait it, which is great that is cool yeah, yeah i don't i don't know i think cassettes unfortunately will always have ups and downs and right. booms and then people not listening to them mm-hmm. i don't know they're small they sound good yeah they're easy they're cheap i mean to me it's the ideal format to listen to, to music on it right. forces you to listen to the entirety of the album and unless you want to risk skipping it and then getting it eaten exactly and that's and it's cheap you can spend yeah. four three four or five bucks and get a whole album yeah you can take a chance on a band you never heard of because it's a few bucks and whatever you know like mr elevator in the brain hotel on Ratcat records right there you go get that, there you go get that plug in there <laughs> um that, that's great how's it going man how are you i'm good you guys are recording on my side no it's no good i just need to sign a release form after this but it's, it's all right <laughs> your friend adam he's been helping with all the construction how's it going adam i'm jacob good to meet you too man it's great in and out um how many how many people are uh work with you here uh, so we have me and Iggy own the company. Mm-hmm. Um, Adam has been work helping out with us for years, um, building shit, helping us in the studio. Mm-hmm. Um, we have an employee named Aubrey that does all of our mail order and shipping and stuff. We have also a guy named Ian who's doing all the actual like ele- wiring mm-hmm. of the studio right now. Yeah, he's been here all the time. 
um, and then we have a guy named Ian, another a different Ian, the different Ian yeah. that uh, helps with like marketing. It's basically our in-house PR guy. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. That's a, I mean, I feel like with huge like, with a huge number of people working under something, it's just like it, it loses its uh, like comfort uh, comfortability in a way. Kind of like yeah. it's like, but it's a, it's just a it's just a label, you know, it's just mm-hmm. a brand. It's just a, this, just a that, but like with a select amount of people who are doing like functions in, in the space, I just feel like it's like, I'd way, I'd be way more, um, uh, what's the word? Um, way more fond of like spending my money there than something else. That's not for sure as, as uh, personable or whatever. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I agree with that. Yeah, definitely. What I'm trying to say is fuck the big corporations. <laughs> But it does remind me, I do have to do ad read for McDonald's because they are sponsoring this. <laughs> um, the McRib is back. Yeah, the, yeah, the McRib, guys, sir. <laughs> bringing it back. Um, what was, what's a memory of a show that is very, that stands out to you that you've played? Hmm. That was memorable. Um, there was a house party that Mr. Elevator played mm-hmm. on one of our first tours in Tacoma, Washington. And it was in a basement. That was uh, really, it wasn't here? It was, in a ba- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was in a really like shallow base. It was really um, low, ceiling. low, like yeah. f- uncomfortably low ceilings, I remember. Sure. And it was just a fucking wild house party. Insane. How many people in this, in this basement? I couldn't even tell you. The basement was probably the size of this, this room. But imagine the ceiling being really low, and it was just packed of people, like crammed in like sardines. Yeah. And it, it was just fucking crazy. But that's awesome. How, how big was the house? Pretty sizable. I mean, for yeah, this it was like for a this nice amount of family size house. I don't know. Right. There's a bunch of people. It was you know it's kind of like a party house, college house mm-hmm. in Tacoma, and there's probably four or five people living there. And that's, it was just uh, yeah. it's just a fucking. We slept. Uh, on the stage, the little stage thing. Ah, uh, great. Yeah. After everybody parties. Crazy night, you know? Yeah. Um, how, did they ask you or did you just kind of... Yeah, they they somehow... The guy who uh, lived at the house was in a band called Big Eyes or... I'm forgetting the name of the band. But they reached out to us because they were having a house show mm-hmm. and they noticed we were playing in Seattle. Tacoma's like an hour and a, an hour and a half away. Sure. So... Hey, you want to play this house show? Fuck yeah. Cool. Let's do it. <laughs> so. And it was on. It was, play, yeah, it was a place to stay, a place to play. Sure. We met that Big Eyes band, and we ended up playing more shows with them, like down here in random places. Later on down the line. Yeah. Yeah. It was fun. That's, that's awesome. Um, I feel like house shows in any aspect are like very intimate and it's like this is only happening here like at this moment it, it's, yeah, it's they're, great they're the best any band yeah. any uh rock or rock oriented band will tell you it's just the most for me is the most fun right playing this kind of show what was the last house show you played oh fuck i don't know it's been a long time will you do it again yes absolutely all right i just don't remember the last time i played a house show i don't even know it's been it's been a long time that's all I can say. That's all right. Somebody, somebody will hit you up. Hey. Yeah, I'm always down for that shit. All right, yeah. That's that's all. I mean, that's that's cool. It just it's a certain feeling in there. It's like this is this is awesome. Like yeah, it's just different. Like closest buds. Like let's go see this band in this house in this basement. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
that's that's awesome. Any any anything else? Any other um, really good or or terrible shows? That, uh, that you there played? was one show. Uh, one another memorable show was in New York. It was very last minute, and uh, it was at that Death by Audio venue. And I think proud sponsor was, of the Vineyard I, Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say it was the day before. We we were already on the bill and. It was Mr. Elevator, some other bands from New York. And the day before, Death by Audio was like, hey, can, can the OCs play? They're in town. They have nowhere to play. And I hope you said no. They're here right now. <laughs> like, fuck yeah, of course. John John who? John Dwyer? Yeah, I, I fuck never yeah, know. of course. And so they ended up headlining the show, and it was just amazing show. Yeah. And seeing them play in a venue like that, because it's not, it's not very pretty, pretty big, small, it's yeah. intimate. It feels like this. it's smaller than the smell. So... But it's that same kind of environment. Yeah, seeing them play and sure. it just was really special. And it was pouring rain outside, so what, everyone uh, had to be inside. What year was that? Probably 2015. Wow, so that's like really recent. That, Pretty recent, 2014, 15. Something that's like awesome that. that they wanted to play. Um, that's, that's yeah, great. It was really random. And uh, have you played? A, had you played a show with them prior to that? No, never I, on the bill. Never knew them. Never met them. Yeah, John. John's a really nice guy. And if you're listening, John, we're gonna get John one day. Because I, I, I had Dan Rink on, and that guy's amazing oh, cool. too. Great, yeah, good, awesome. good guy. Um, yeah. Um, but speaking of people on podcasts, who would you want to have on your podcast? Ideally, coming up down the line, future guests. Uh, I don't know. That's a good question. I think. Podcaster, podcaster. <laughs> I don't know. I, I I like to talk to Sean and Lee. Oh yeah. Just because I haven't talked to them in a while. And of Amoeba, right? Of uh, yeah. Amoeba Berkeley. <laughs> Amoeba Berkeley. No, they're great guys. Sean and Lee. Um. And Brian. And yeah. Bobby. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's a hard question to answer too, because I'm I'm pretty. I like talking to different people. I like talking to you right now. I appreciate it, and yeah, I, so I like talking to you. To me, it doesn't, you know. It's been a great one. It's, it's been one for the record, for the books. Lee, I guess maybe like Mike Tyson would be fucking crazy to talk yeah. to. Yeah, um, yeah, Mike Tyson's. I feel like that'd be really interesting. Cr- crazy. I feel like I'd be really intimidated. Yeah, know what to fucking say. It'd be fun though. I, I think. <laughs> yeah, I think that like, he seems pretty loose. Like, yeah, he seems chill. Uh, he just yeah. like, he's had such a fucking insane life. Yeah, the face tattoo. Going through like the face tattoo. That's insane. Yeah. It's intense. Um, He's not fucking around. No, no, not at all. If you were to get a face tattoo, would you do it like on the eye, like he did it? No, I don't think so. I just asked my buddy this last night. What's up, Ralphie? I know you're gonna listen to this one. He's a nice guy. Um, I, I, I was asking him. He's like, maybe on the chin. I was like, that's a, that's a neat one. I've never. Heard I would of do that. that over the eye for sure. Yeah. I would do the neck if that can cons- if that's considered is that considered like face tattoo like yeah I, like I the, guess under so. the ear shit it's pretty cool I'm, I'm yeah. into that shit yeah do you, do you have any tats right now? oh you you have the one that you're matching with uh, yeah you, I have a you few. didn't say his name but we'll we'll leave it blank but <laughs> yeah yeah I have some arm one on my chest how old were you when you got your first tattoo uh I was twenty three twenty I'm not sure early twenties. It was that on the road or was that here? Yeah, yeah. Ooh. Cleveland, Ohio. Nice. What is it of? 
it's actually it was one of the first Wyatt Blair tours that Ooh. we did, and it was we were promoting the album Banana Cream Dream. So you had a backing band for this one, yeah? Because because you've gone solo though, right? I've and gone just have solo, like a... um, and I've gone and I've had a band both. Okay. This is when I had a band, and it was just me and two other dudes, and mm. we were stuck in Cleveland, Ohio, for like five days. Why? And why so many days? Because there was some hurricane watch. Some it was insane you get to a basement immediately we were freaking it was really sketchy yeah and uh one of the guys in the band was had this idea of getting matching banana tattoos for banana cream dream so we all got banana tattoos that's tight (laughs) that's awesome that's the first one are you still stoked on it are you glad that you got it yeah i'm stoked on it people think it's the like a family guy there's there's some kind of cartoon i guess that looks like the tattoo i have and people think that's what i got it of but i have no idea are, are you stoked that, that that you're in relation to whatever they're thinking of? That that I guess I still haven't looked it up. It's uh, some sort of banana that dances cartoon. Oh, okay, thing. I don't know. That's uh, I mean that's yeah. that's cool too though. You know. Yeah, I don't I don't regret it. I don't. Awesome. Uh, uh, were all of your tattoos on the road when you got them? Most of them, yeah. Most. Probably. Yeah, most of them. I think only two were not on the road. Was it, that was here. I was here and it was because me and my girlfriends the last two years have got bought each other tattoos as presents did you did you know what it was that would have been awesome if you guys just didn't tell each other but I will say the last one I got was very I didn't even know she was going to do it because we talked about not doing tattoos Mm. last year Mm. and then she coaxed me into doing it and I didn't have any all my tattoos I've never thought of it just happens in the moment sporadically yeah and I just get it so it was very just that moment I had to pick what I wanted and mm-hmm. just went with it. <laughs> Were our names associated with these, uh, with these tattoos or is it no name? Kinda... Uh, the last one I got is a thin Lizzie tattoo. It's a band. Who? <laughs> um, no, a lot of them are just random bananas. I mean, I meant, I meant names as in like your girl on your, Oh on no. Your body and no, no name on hers. No, I wouldn't do that. That's that. yeah. That's intense. <laughs> uh, one of my buddies, he has like the classic heart, tattoo on the on the you know on the yeah. arm and uh you know it just says like mom or something in it it just says not you i, th- I thought that was pretty oh, clever cool. i was I like, like that. yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, it's funny um but uh, uh real quick before we wrap it up though is there anything that you'd like to promote not really not just lollipop I guess that's all I'm Records. doing right now is lollipop and putting out songs. And that, that's all you need to be doing. Who's, who's asking for anything else? You know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I have no expectations. I just. It's at Mike Tyson and we're going to have him on. I'll, I'll <laughs> get him in contact. Um, is, is, that's it though, right? That's it? Yeah. I, you Nothing know, else? At, at, at the moment. Hopefully when this place that we're sitting in right now, it's not done yet. It's not public yet. But once it is, you know, people can just come here. At a, like a storefront or just kind of storefront, people can just knock on the door and come in, you know, it's a good and deal till we get to that point. It's, it's just a lot of work and trying to get things done. I mean, this is a pretty low ceiling basement that we're in right now, but <laughs> we'll out. all right, man. Well, that it, it's been a pleasure, dude. Thank hey, you. I appreciate again. it. I always end on the handshake and that was a terrible one. I'm sorry. No, that's good. All right, man. Firm grip. <laughs>